You are listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. We want to help demystify marketing to reduce risk, drive more and better opportunities and grow your business. Are you ready to master marketing? Yes, today's topic is stupid marketing ideas. There are no stupid people. Uh, there are only stupid ideas, possibly by stupid people. Um, let's see. Uh, but I do want to mention that we do this at 11 o'clock Central every Thursday. And what we're really here to do is help you expand your knowledge of marketing so you can uh, avoid the kind of mistakes that we're going to talk about today. Now, warning, we are going to make fun of people. Um, and uh, sorry about that, but it's fun. And it's crazy, the stuff that we see. And we've been in business a long time. Well, blah, blah, we're talking about that. But here's the thing. It's like the stuff we see, I, I don't know about you, Bill, but I just see the same mistakes over and over and over and over. The same dumb ideas. Sometimes with new names, though. Yeah, you, you know, I know that you're a, a performer and that you also have great singing and stuff. So maybe you ought to write a song about this, about, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd have to decide, though, because I know you like blues, but maybe you'd have to do it as a country song because it's a sad, sad It is thing. sad. It's a sad <laughs> thing. And so, you know, we do this today because not just to make fun of people, but which is always a legitimate reason for a podcast. Uh, yeah, I but, like but I hope that uh, it saves somebody some heartache, okay? Especially if they're struggling, they're pouring money out, uh, maybe they're working with a marketing team, a firm person, uh, and they're just scratching their head like, man, we're just throwing our money down the toilet. Um, but we don't know. It's hard. You know, it's it's hard for a client who's not a subject matter expert in marketing to pinpoint what exactly is wrong with what's going on. Right. And so, you know, maybe the show can help them avoid the problem in the first place, but maybe even figure it out a little bit better. So I think that's what really yeah. these stupid marketing yeah. ideas, if they resonate with you, um, you know, maybe rethink. Or, or if we talk about one and it helps to identify something and, and one of the, the listeners says, oh, I didn't even think about that. We're doing that. Uh, maybe that's something, at least just to kind of have some kind of uh, conversation about it. So yeah, even if we're just making people aware, that would be, a, I think, an important thing. But we're still making fun of them, though. Well, of course. <laughs> now, some of these are kind of traps. I mean, and, and some of them really, I, you know, I make fun. But, you know, there's very smart people making very dumb mistakes. I mean, and you know what? You're uh, guilty as charged. Uh, I think I'm the king of mistakes. Like, ask us how we know these are stupid. I think 25 years ago, maybe we'd, our list would be much shorter. Anyway, um, where do you, what? So, you know, it sounds like we're, you know, uh, putting ourselves on a pedestal maybe or something like that, but I, I hope it doesn't come off that way. But these are funny to me. I don't know why. They just crack me up. Um, but you, you've got a list. Let's, what, do, what do you got? What do you got? In, I have a well, little bit of a list, and, 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 you, and you have yours, but I'm going to make you start. Okay. You, you can, but... My list is is going to be too long for this podcast, so I'll start. I'll give you I'll give you like maybe two or three, and then maybe we'll chat about that, and then you can give me a few, and then we'll go back and forth, and then maybe at the end we'll have our five minute ringer where we just name as many as we can, uh, just to get them all in, just so. The no, I, I have an I have an idea. 
Okay. Stupid right. marketing ideas coming on Netflix. Yeah. It's a whole series yeah. we could do on this yeah. topic. But what's your first one? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll give that. And then, you know, I think uh, we should also, maybe you should spend a little time. I mean, even though you've been in the business 30 years, I mean, you, you've you got an advanced degree in this. I mean, you, you've been around, you've seen a lot. So it's not just that we're making fun. It's like you said, we I think we know a few things about this. So I hope so. Um, There's, there are days I wonder, but I hope so yeah. generally. No, I I think so too. So, all right, I've got I've got a lot, but I'll give you a couple that I'll give you three to start with, and we can comment on them, and then uh, you'll take it. So, one of my one of my first ones is that people don't do market research. So it's like they they don't take the time to you know to look into their customers or the marketplace or whatever and find out what's the best way to reach them or what are the changing or emerging trends or whatever the case is. And, you know, I like to call it evidence-based marketing. They don't do that. They're just constantly jumping from, Ooh, we should do this. And then, Ooh, that didn't work. Now what? Ooh, let's do this. And that, and they, and they keep on going through this, you know, magical round Robin. It's, it's ridiculous. So that's one that, uh, you know, to me, I, I, give the same analogy. It's like it's like hiring somebody where you're not going to do any background checks. You're not going to do any kind of profile. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to hire somebody because they have a pulse. And then when it doesn't work out, you do it again. And it's like, no, 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 that's, you know, so that's that's my first one. So I think that that is uh, a key. People are not taking the time to do some some research. One of my second ones is that uh, I see a lot of companies thinking that there's going to be this one magical thing that I'm going to be able to do that's going to bring in all of these customers or whatever. And you you know this as well as I do. You know, there's nothing. I mean, yes, there can be a little bit of magical depending on how you position yourself and maybe how you use some of your wording. But it's always going to be an integrated approach of something. And so and by the way, you know, it's like even if I do one thing, it may not bring something right away. It may take some time and I may have to be consistent and I may have to do it again. So, you know, so there's there's going to be some some follow up. I'm going to do another one that's kind of close to my heart and then I'll stop on that one and turn it back over to you. But I am really, really frustrated and and. In, in my mind, it's it's no laughing matter because it's such a dumb move that companies make that it's like they, they cut their they cut their target audience in half. And what I mean by that is I'll give you a couple examples. They take a position on a controversial topic or on some kind of social justice uh, thing that they really shouldn't be entering into. And all of a sudden they turn off half of their customers. Yeah, you might have some that really like what you're saying, but you you turn them off. I mean, I'm thinking of like one, there's a huge investment firm that if you see, if you watch any of the ads right now on television, they're constantly advertising because they're an eco investing group and they've gotten such bad publicity and a lot of bad things that have gone on. But they're right now they're trying to overcome that by doing an ad campaign. And it's like, right. you know, Which... you took a controversial position, you shouldn't have done that. You know, I could, I could give you 10 other examples of that. But, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're going with this. Well, especially if it's not authentic, uh, I think. And exactly. um, so let's take those, you know, in the in the in the in the order of uh, what you mentioned, them. The, the stupid ideas to me are don't do market research. Yeah, but I think the first one actually had two stupid ideas. Uh, one is because that was on my list as well. The other one Good. is 
shiny object syndrome, the, or yeah. the, the grass is greener, um, magic bullet, uh, stupid marketing idea. Uh, and it, I, I think it's not, you know, absolutely take a stand, but ask yourself, what is the purpose of your business? Is it to take a stand and do social change? Or is it to make money for stakeholders? What's your purpose? So if your purpose is to make social change, knock yourself out, do whatever you want. Uh, lots of ways to make money and do both. These things aren't mutually exclusive either. But yeah, become both, a nonprofit. Right. But those businesses, who, you know, and, and you are seeing some backlash uh, with that these days. And yes. where, yes. you know, there's, there's a lot of layoffs going on. And something that hasn't been talked about is a lot of those uh, layoffs are a glut of people that were in, uh, DEI uh, area mm -hmm. of the companies that got kind of bulked up in hiring and now they're kind of letting them go. I don't know why, but uh, mm -hmm. we won't get into that too much here. But um, but those three ideas, I think, are, are huge because let me let me be the uh, devil's advocate on each one of these. Good. Bill, market research. Don't do market research. You think I have to do market research? Do you know how long that I've been in this business, in the widget? industry i know I, I, what research could i possibly do that i i mean i know how this business works you trying to tell me you'd, why should i you ever get uh, you ever get that that prospect all the time all the time, all the time. And, and you know well, why nice why thing, should he why should he well come at me brother come on i i'll give you my answer but i'll tell you what i would do with that potential customer but my answer would be, it's, it's what Mark Twain says, it's what we know that just ain't so. And, and there's many times that I would meet with a customer and we would talk about market research. And if they did mention that they knew it all or that they have so much experience, you know, I always tell them, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna guarantee you that I'm gonna bring you at least one surprise that you didn't know about and maybe several more. And it always happens. But, but the other thing is, the smart people will be able to do it and find out what is the best and most efficient way to reach my customers. How do I track changes over time? What is important to my customers? So, I mean, well, I could go I, on all day long the, about the, that. No, the sin in there is that thinking that you, you like, and I've, we were just talking about this. I mean, our clients are smart people, right? They are correct on uh, 98%, 99% yeah. of their observations, their experience, the culmination of all of that. But think, yeah. you know, but but think about the power of multiplication. The average, you know, uh, experienced business person, maybe they've been involved in 10 companies over the course of their career, maybe 20. I don't know. It's very common to change jobs nowadays. Um, yeah. So how many marketing plans, for example, has that person been involved in? How many different industries? How many different types of companies? Right. Five, seven. I don't know. 20. Right. We're guys that have thousands. And so you start to see patterns and you start to realize that, hey, there's some certain realities like marketing research. You're going to, whatever you see, it's the 2% of your own cognitive bias that's going to defeat your business. Okay. Yeah. Or it's it doesn't necessarily defeat your business, but it just increases your risk. Right. So marketing research actually decreases the risk that you're going to spend a whole bunch of money and get nothing from it right? Which mostly these stupid ideas deliver that. Um, second thing, the magic bullet. And 
and we got to do an episode on attribution and how do we track marketing? How does that work in this day and age? Um, because this has That'd a lot to do with attribution. Um, they're like, look, this is so here's what I get all the time. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating these characters. No one's this obnoxious. I mean, you know, I'm far more obnoxious than anyone I know. Uh, but uh, look, man, we sent out an e we did email marketing. We tried it. We tried email marketing. Didn't work for us. Okay, great. No problem. Let me write that down. Hey, uh, well, can you give me a sense of how big the database? Look, look, man, we sent like 200, 250, 250 emails out. And we didn't get we didn't get a single gig out of that. We didn't get a job. We didn't get a client. Okay, so two two fifty. Let me just jot that. Two hundred fifty. Um, and then how many emails were part of your cadence? Cadence? What's that? So you sent one email to two hundred fifty people, and didn't get an eighty thousand dollar consulting gig. I can't believe it. Okay, that's because. No, in, in the way that people buy, especially now and especially B2B, no one thing is going to reach them. It's just going to get drowned out in the noise. But the idea, and this is how I describe it, and I learned this from the music business. Uh, when you're reaching them in many different ways of different channels, you know, maybe they see you speak at a conference. Maybe they read about you in the business journal. Maybe they see a social post. Maybe you emailed them. Maybe you called them on the phone to do a sales. All of these count. But it's like their perception is, wow, I, I keep hearing about these people everywhere. They must be good. Okay. So, but, so not only do you get that positive, like, value uh, perception, but you've broken through the noise, right? And it takes, you can't just use your phasers all the time. You got to use the photon torpedoes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. together um so and i want to get to some of the some of the we have more people we only have about eh, another 15 20 minutes um cut the target audience by half well i think we talked about enough about that but let me can i so uh big thing i want to just mention and i, I want to show some examples but i want to hear what Good. you think stupid idea i got a stupid idea for you hey bill i got a i got a stupid idea let me let me bounce it off you okay Let's uh, let's not target. Let's just, you know, it's, it's a numbers game, right? Let's send out, I don't know, 80 billion emails. And surely, surely we got to get a 1%, right? Should we target, Bill? <laughs> he just laughs. Like this, it's so dumb, right? It's not even an answer. Like, how do I? Yeah. No. What am I going to say to that? Um, yeah. Can I show something? But but hang on a second. But even like, should I target? Like one of the things that I think research could help is let's just make sure that we're targeting the right people. So yes, right. you, you should target. Even, even targeting maybe, sometimes can go wrong. Uh, but yeah. I'm talking about pure scattershot, uh, a numerical force type marketing like just if you send enough emails, if you make enough calls, this kind of overlaps into sales, right? And how many yeah. of us get these these emails? And I want to show this because we were I was just showing this happened right before when we were preparing for the program. These kind of came over the transom. One yesterday and then one today. Um, 
let me just uh, flip over here. And, and again, Bill can't see that, but we sh I showed this to you earlier, okay. this email. Yeah. And I've obscured the name of the person and the name of the company, but it's so funny to me. And it says, the, the subject matter, Pete, you should be easier to find. Well, I can, you know, I can go for that. I always can use that. Uh, Hi, Pete. I handle, quote, matchmaking for, oh, I'm sorry, I did, I, uh, I did not completely blank out their name. Oh, oops. Oh, my goodness. Let me just do that. Uh, and I think we should talk. So she thinks we should talk because um, she's a matchmaker for this marketing thing. Based on, my, on your LinkedIn web presence, I'm guessing referrals are your bread and butter? Question mark? Okay. <laughs> Mistake number one. Yeah. Uh, don't start off with a question that's a statement. Um, if so, then you probably don't do much marketing, at least from what I can tell. Do we do much marketing around here? Um, it's scary. it's actually a little hard to read because the grammar is not, not good, but here's why I reached out. We don't like fancy marketing plans that promise scale for small businesses. Instead, we're after the low-hanging fruit first. Okay, lots of assumptions going on there. We run a tight group of marketing veterans who specialize in early-stage marketing. We can help you win two extra clients per month from simple marketing tactics. If I'm sorry, I read it wrong. If we help you win an extra two clients per month from simple marketing tactics, period. Hmm. What? That's the win our 100-plus clients. They did, Bill, these people have worked with 100-plus clients. I'm, I'm impressed. Holy mackerel. Bottom line, I find it's owners who don't do much marketing who would benefit from a little bit of the right strategy. Okay, listen, man. Marketing is in our company name if you took two ten two what four seconds of googling yeah. um so this is you know obviously just boilerplates terribly terribly written it makes all these assumptions this is the assumptive close hey how about next tuesday this is the follow-up following up on this when's a good time for a quick call this week you're a marketing firm ironically called sharp something marketing not 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 very sharp you're targeting a marketing firm who does marketing strategy and planning, okay? Um, and what's even funnier, and it brings up, this email uh, is on a forum, and it is, you think that somebody just dashed that off, right? No, this is the exact same email that was sent to somebody else by some other person, Kimberly Baker. <laughs> so talk about just absolute lazy terribly targeted, just bad marketing. Um, but they say the number one mistake small businesses make when marketing, which that's what we're talking about today, picking complex strategies that only succeed over the long run. I think you should take the strategy that only succeeds in the long run. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be stupid, wouldn't it? Now, they believe that a big, expensive, fancy marketing campaign is the exact opposite of what a business owner needs. I don't disagree with that. If you're a small business, um, mm -hmm. things should be simple no matter what. Uh, instead, start small, make traction, start a winning, start winning a handful of new customers each month. That's the goal. So let me put us back on here. <laughs> well, I didn't do a very good job of hiding their name, but I honestly don't give a shit. And I'll tell you why. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, I can't, I can't resist it. 
So I looked into these guys. They don't exist, all right? They're nowhere on Google. Like this, someday this will be a case study on, on what to look for in, in companies that might not quite know what they're doing, right? It's easy to be like, hey, I'm a marketing company, right? Um, and if you look too closely, or even in this case, just look at it at all, um, you figure it out pretty fast. In fact, you know, I looked up their, refer, uh, their references and using Google image search and other means that us marketing people have, uh, they don't, none of them exist either. So crazy, huh? I encourage all no. of you watching to Google Bill's name and uh, just see what happens. Google mine. Do it on your own, on your own time. You know, people. but I think one of the important things to, you know, to me, we're sharing with the, what we talked about before is, you know, it makes it makes our industry a little tougher to deal with because if somebody's and, and I'm not picking on this particular company by any means because I didn't get their information, but but anybody that's going to do something or recommend something that is not healthy for a company or that's in perhaps the marketing firm's best interest or I could go on and on and on tells you to do one of these take a controversial position and all oh, that's you know you're really going to make some strides. You you said this before when we before we even got on. I mean, it really makes it difficult for the entire industry, and it makes right. it harder for everyone in the industry. And that's yeah. to me, that's the sad thing, you know. So it's and like that's there, it's a it's because it's easy for us to sound like, hey, these guys really think highly of themselves. They're better than everybody yeah. else. They're you know they're snarky. Being snarky is fun, guys. I mean, hey, snark it up a little bit. But here's the yep. thing. I guess that's what motivates me to do this podcast every single Thursday at 11 o'clock, whether I like it or not. That's 11 o'clock Central Time, by the way, because we're in beautiful Austin, Texas, uh, and you're in wintry. Uh, we are. We had we've had an ice storm <laughs> all day yesterday, and it's still sleeting today. And just a little bit further north of us, uh, they is had the is the snow. snow made of cheese? I heard that on the internet, and very I heard much so. in Wisconsin. I. I or butter, I couldn't remember what which one. It um, might not, but at least it tastes like cheese. So you really need to come up. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, you know, so we do this whole thing because we run into this. We run into clients that are they're dis, they're disheartened, they're pissed yeah. off, right? We we have to pay for everyone's sins that came before us. They're looking at us like we're these guys, right? Who took them for a ride for the last eight months nine months you know there's a lot of churn right in these businesses so they're trying to they still haven't lost the faith if they could get the marketing right that's why they're still talking to somebody but they're looking yeah. at us like bullshit prove it like we don't need that static in fact if somebody if you go look at my faq and i highly recommend you do if you if you want to hire me go go read my faq uh you might change your mind uh but but read it because we want you to know as much as possible um but if you're that skeptical, right, I probably I'm not going to work with you. Right. But but it is there's a cynicism, I think. In the industry that we face. That we don't deserve to face, uh, but it's there because these firms, there's no bar, there's no barrier to entry hardly at all. I mean, anybody can say they're a bit mar this, you know, there's no team on here, no people, no address, no phone number, uh, nothing. Okay, just got to ask yourself, right? And and they do. They actually mentioned several things in here, and I'll I'll shut up here. But they said try a little bit, and if that works, then we'll do more. Okay, 
big, big marketing mistake. That was on my list. These guys nailed that. Um, and they it, nailed, oh, and they just did not target. So they hit at least two of my stupid yeah, marketing ideas. I, all in I one definitely swoop. think they might have been guilty of that. But maybe, you know, in fairness to them, maybe they did some research or they did something that said the messaging that they were sending out resonates with some people. And so maybe that's why they're doing it. But to your point, they definitely didn't target because if they're sending something like that to you, which you, you've already... <laughs> You already kind of tore that one apart. Uh, well, so, uh, hey, uh, Coca-Cola, I got yeah. this great idea for a cola drink I think you might yeah. really get. Yeah. Yeah, you know, hey, whatever, man. It's, it's, why don't you, it's why not don't you them. Tell it isn't them. It's just constant. It is yeah. constant. People are getting pissed off. And, and yeah. what it does is it, it makes them start to think that marketing is all just bullshit and that it just doesn't work. It doesn't work That's for the them. Yeah. They, they can see marketing works because how can you deny a gazillion billion, you know, yeah. massive, you know, our whole world is made of marketing. So, but they, what they think is this doesn't work for us. We keep getting it wrong. We keep getting the wrong people. We keep, you know, but it's because there's just a lot, you know, there's a lot of people who overestimate their abilities. And then there are people who are trying to take advantage. And marketing is one of those areas that it's confusing and complex. These guys say shouldn't be confusing and complex. Well, I wish the market wasn't confusing and complex, don't you? We could just sit on a beach and be like clinking our glasses and be like, oh, yeah, that was easy. You know, it's hard out there, people. Um, and so what else you got yeah. on your list? I was going to ask you, why don't you give me your next couple or two or three? Oh. Unless, uh, unless you want me to, I'll be glad to give you a couple more. But you I've know, been I talking just, for like ten minutes. All right, all right uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'll go. And I nod, love to talk. Nod, nod strongly if you have this one on your list. Okay. Okay, I will. But I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you three more. So, not paying attention to the lost or inactive customers. So. I think one of the dumb mistakes that I see a lot of people doing is, you know, and it almost could go along the lines of taking your customers for granted. I mean, it could also fall under that category, but how many times have you and I done lost customer research, Pete, only to find that those customers weren't lost at all. They, they told us when we did the research, they just haven't reached out to us or, you know what, we had some change of contacts and they never followed up. So we, you know, we just kind of lost track of them. So, that's one that I think is. Yeah, it wasn't sort of some you're... like, oh, those guys are idiots. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, it's just not... they disappeared, and um, usually it's usually and, it's that. And let's know? be clear too: we're talking about the ideas, not the people, right? You know, exactly. we've all made these mistakes. Oh yeah, Ab absolutely. All made absolutely. Uh, what else you got? The uh, not realizing that your employees are part of your brand and your marketing. So for example, how many times have we walked into an organization or, or let's even, I'm gonna give the salespeople good kudos here. So let's say a salesperson makes a call, they make a positive first impression, everything looks good. And then all of a sudden somebody calls up and maybe it's a, a receptionist or maybe they have to go through a phone system with 20,000 different options. And now all of a sudden they're going, oh my gosh, you've made it so difficult for me to contact you or 
maybe somebody from another department, this is something that I see all the time, which really frightens me, is the marketing people have done a really good job of maybe building their brand, their image. They've kind of gotten the messaging out that they want to get. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes through the human resource department and the human resource department isn't connected to the marketing department. And there's so many different messages coming out and we negate everything that just happened with all of the efforts that you've put into trying to, to promote your brand, you know, or you have, like I said before, you have one bad, you know, connection with somebody, whether it's on the phone, in person or whatever, and it just kind of destroys everything else because. You, know, yeah. you just described Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas. Hmm. Uh oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Perfect description. Uh, but, you know, that's these are kind of advanced ideas, though. But but you're I'm a professor, sorry, yeah. so that but so, yeah, but that's OK. They're still I'll dumb. I'll dumb they're it down still, for next. They're time, still man. dumb. OK, they're not quite as dumb as the other one. Not, okay. I don't know if you can match the dumbness of that email. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, what else you got? Well, I, I think ignoring customers when they really need you or they need some kind of communication hmm. from you um, oh people and you people might think oh that's not market you know but it is it's a marketing decision because it's like what happens if you've got some changes in the marketplace or something else is going on and you need to tell your customer here's what's going on and you don't do that or you don't reach out and you just let them fend for themselves or think the worst you know do you mean like in the, maybe there's a crisis situation and instead of just opening up the doors or lifting up the kimono, as we like to say, and yes, the cheddar, yes. behind the cheddar curtain, uh, yeah. that you instead okay. you close them off or you just ignore them? Yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, but I'll definitely you, I put give, those in the advanced column, but those are mistakes. I'll, no, I'll, give, you, I'll give you an example that maybe uh, the viewers can appreciate. So, um, Both so we have, a, we have a wealth manager that manages, obviously, our money, you know? Well, it's like I would think during talks of a recession or talks of the market volatility or whatever, you kind of would pick up that communication a little bit more, whether you're sharing a, you know, a phone call, a letter, a meeting, a blog, something just to kind of let people know or make some commentary on the industry. But if you don't hear anything, you start to wonder, do these people really have a grip on what's going on? Or is it, you know, that they're just taking our money and maybe not following? I mean, so you you start to. So I guess what I'm also saying is maybe the tactic that's dumb is omission, you know, marketing by omission, by not reaching out to those customers, which could lead to the lost customers. So sorry to, to be deep, but I that's really one of the ones that I see people making a lot of mistakes is like you just don't reach out enough or they think you know, everything is going great. So why do I need to reach them? You know, why do I need to do anything? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, my reaction wasn't due to your comment. There was like crazy stuff going on the screen oh, because I tried okay. to chat you a message and it like goofed okay. up our video. Uh, so okay. I was trying to figure it out. See, Bill can't see what's going on, which is probably a blessing. <laughs> um, yeah, I am like doing marketing without research. I, I don't know what's going on. You know, you're just like sitting in the dark in there. And because uh, we use Zoom and it's a, uh, it's funny, but it, it's it's easy to do this with a, for, with Zoom, and so we do that. But sometimes crazy things happen. Uh, but but these are all so these are excellent points, and I actually jotted those down because each one of them is a big enough topic that I mean, there's some real there's some real uh, subtleties there. I think that could really help people. 
um, in terms of, I think all three of these are really about customers and perception um, and how to manage that perception. And yeah, I think that, that we can all do a, a, a better job. Have, um, have we got time for you to give us a few more of yours? Well, I was seeing if any of these were on my little list here. Uh, they, you got, you know, you got me on those three. Uh, seeing marketing as an expense instead of an investment, Ooh. they just see it as an expense. And but, yep. but here's the thing: in their defense, they've worked with five or six of these uh, dull tool marketing companies, and so they've never actually seen it work. And so it's always been an expense. They've never made money on marketing; it's just something they do. So it's yeah. kind of hard to blame them, right? Uh, yeah. But obviously, those companies that understand. Uh, they're getting a return on investment. They can measure it. And they know what they're doing. Um, magic bullet. Guessing. Thinking that oh. marketing is brainstorming and just, you know, yeah. look, there's only one way to find out what works, and that's to do some stuff and see what works. Yep. People, let me just tell you something. The whole idea behind marketing is to be predictive. Not yeah. per. You can't be, you know, we're not Nostradamus, you know. Yeah. Uh, what was Johnny Carson's uh, Karnak? Not Karnak, uh, yeah. but let me tell you, we get damn, damn close to predicting the future if we if we just look at the modeling and the mathematics, the technology that we have today. It is predictable. You don't have to guess. You can go out there with a ninety percent certainty and ninety five percent certainty, you know, and you can marketing works, uh, but yeah. you do have to approach it right, and you need to kind of avoid. Um, you know, I, I think it's hard for people because if you're not doing this day in and day out for a long time, mm -hmm. it's very hard to understand because there's just so many aspects to it. And yeah. and but that's why I guess we do this, because we want to, uh, you know, make that a little bit easier uh, for y'all. You've been listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. Add to the conversation by commenting, sharing and liking. And don't forget to subscribe and check out the links in the comments. Learn more at b2bmarketingmindset.com.